This is an oral history of the Lord's move at Gonzaga University in the late 1970s. It's a story of what can happen when a group of young men are captured by the enjoyment of their human spirit and the truth of the ground of the church. The following is a roundtable fellowship between Scott, Peter, Jim, and Bob, in which they answer a question regarding how to get started preaching the gospel, regardless of the circumstances and environment you're in. What if I'm in a situation where I just don't feel like anybody else is burdened for it? Maybe I have a campus club and I mean, everybody is just kind of enjoying the Lord, but they're not really into talking to other people, but I want to go out with people. So in, in your experience, if you're burdened for something, what practical advice could you do to get other people burdened for what you're burdened for? Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I did find myself through the church life in that kind of situation. And I can just throw out my little teaspoon of experiences. You know, you can't converse or convert or force brothers and sisters to see or to feel a certain way. And, you know, that's just like, you know, coming across with a mosaic law. So, you know, what I've always done in those situations was ask the Lord to grant me a baby and, and, and really in this way, grant me someone open that could be an influence for others to want to go after and find new ones. And oftentimes I ask the Lord, Lord, grant me a baby that is a gate for others. And then with that new one, I could go pursuing their contacts, their relatives, their friends, and it's almost as if the Lord just has to, and, and we can corner him. He, he, he'll, he'll respond. But if he gives us a new one, if he gives us a baby, that creates all kinds of opportunities for that baby's contact circle. But also, then you could tell the saints, can you pray for this one? And, and then the saints start picking up a desire to want to join you or to help them. Because then you tell them, I can't take care of this one. I need your help. I don't see all sides. And so sometimes that'll tug at the hearts of the saints if there's a new one uh, that you can bring forth to them. So I, I, a lot of times in those situations, I've just asked the Lord, Lord, open the way for an open heart. And may that open heart provide a kind of a magnet, a kind of momentum for the saints to either pray, become aware of, or want to join you in helping. And the Lord is really faithful. He's really faithful to do that. And you, you never have to twist anyone's arm or, or tell them they should see something because you feel dead right away just thinking of that. So you, you realize, Lord, bring forth a new one. Bring forth a contact, even a friend that wants the gospel for other friends. And that can kind of stir up an atmosphere of actual cases, of actual names and people. And that can be a big help. That can be a big help. You, you, you got to believe the Lord is ready to respond to you. And that feeling in you is not from your first birth. That feeling in you is from your second birth. So you can believe the Lord wants to carry through with that feeling of the gospel in any kind of situation. And that he'll, he'll set up, he'll provide things to open a bigger door. So just, just believe that feeling inside of you. And ask the Lord. And a lot of times, nothing works as good as having a new one. It just makes everybody think differently. When there's a baby around, it just makes everybody kind of uh, soft 
and willing to help take care or go help them with their needs or help them with their babies or ask the Lord for babies among themselves. It's almost like the Lord is begging us. You know, I was sharing the other day on John 3, the Lord, the first thing he did with that Samaritan woman is tell her, I'm thirsty. And uh, he said, give me something to drink. He started off the conversation, not condemning or judging, but saying, give me something to drink. And that thirsty Savior, as our brother Lee has pointed out, that thirsty Savior lives in us. He's thirsty for sinners. And uh, you can believe that feeling. The Lord will carry through with that. Amen. Amen. In my experience, we need to have a small group that we're built with and uh, a, a group of believers that are with us. And if those believers go or don't go, it doesn't matter. But to begin to pray with that little group and pray for names and pray for the going out and, and all this. And it takes time. You know, sometimes the situation is just not right and it's not going to meet our expectations. And sometimes the Lord is working on your heart. You know, we kind of put demands on other saints and, and then we get a little stumbled that the saints don't meet our demands. This is where the Lord's really testing our heart That's and right. our heart for one another and caring for one another. But to me, it, the strength is in the group and to build up this group of whoever it is, you know, if you're on the campus and you want to go, you need to pray for a companion that you can at least pray with. Mm -hmm. And I believe that the prayer is the way. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a similar situation right now uh, mm -hmm. where I'm at, but I just believe that in our group that we just begin praying this way. And as mm -hmm. we pray this way, this environment and situation will develop. And the Lord will give us one, like Scott said. The Lord will give us one. Even, even the Lord did give us, did give us some in, in our situation. Now we have to take care of that one. Sometimes the Lord gives you one and it's right there. And you know, it's like a like a baby. I don't know, all you all you are probably fairly young, but you know, when that baby needs the the diaper change, you just gotta do it. Uh, you can't. You can't wait till tomorrow. And with new ones, sometimes it's not always convenient for us to just go take care of them. They call in the middle of the night, you know, get up and talk. But it, it does take some care. And I think there, there are plenty of ones around us. And, and as far as going out to speak, I think that is executed through our prayer, carried out through our prayer. But, but really that prayer is not your prayer, your individual prayer, but if you can get someone to pray with you, uh, if it's your wife, your friend, another brother, a leading brother, whatever, just start praying this way for the Lord to open these doors. And, and I think like Scott, I was really impressed with Scott sharing to persecute. I like this word persecute. We need to persecute the Lord about these things, what we want. I mean, this is not what we want. This is what the Lord wants. The Lord wants these things. We're just, we just want to work alongside of them. We don't want to do something outside of them, but we want to work alongside them. So we just begin to per persecute the Lord. Lord, you know, you want, surely you've got some here that you want to talk to. Well, I need somebody to go with. Yeah. Lord, give me somebody to go with, you know, and begin to per persecute the Lord th this way in our, our prayer. But I'm, I'm just very much at peace in my situation right now. I'm burdened to go out. 
but the Lord has just through our prayer has been giving us other ones that we need to, that we need to spend some time with. So anyway, a lot of times the Lord brings needs in different ways for you, but, but we just begin to pray in a certain way, according to the Lord's desire. Amen. And I, th- I think, I think really prayer, prayer is the key. You know, we, we all know that, but Amen. prayer with a pet partner and a companion is really the key. Amen. 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 Next time on Stories. So I left the job, and uh, that's when Brother Lee first started the FTTA training. He opened it up. He had been in Taipei for two years. And so in 86, he'd opened up 40-day rotation for the elders. So I went there for 40 days, and I realized this, this is what I'm made for. And for the next seven or eight years, I just, I just door knocked throughout all of Spokane. I went to many places around the country, sometimes overseas. I usually from about, oh, from about 7.30 to 9.30, I'd get into the truth. And then from 10 to about 5 o'clock every day, I'd just grab two sisters and viewers just went door knocking. And it was the greatest joy on earth to go door to door. Every 20 doors, you're going to get inside. And every other time you get inside, someone will call the Lord. That was the average. So all you do is just show up, be filled up, and let the door knocking work. It was really quite something. And I've got to tell you, brothers, it was uh, the greatest joy on earth for me to, to do that. And I wish there had been an FTTA. I would have went twice. <laughs> I would have gone a second time under a different name. <laughs> so if anybody's thinking about FTTA, you, you, better, you better go at least once. <laughs> Don't tell me you're not going to go at least once. I just wish they had been that.